from Destroy the Hairdresser. I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Bleached. Hello. Hello. I, I wonder if that sounds good. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, like, our mic is such um, a performance mic that I well, legit you're... want to use it to perform. It picks up on your voice much better. Forever. My voice is always... I'm not even... I feel like I'm not even talking that loud. I feel like I've actually toned it down. It's a no. little raspy, like sexy raspy in my head. <laughs> and I guarantee you I'm still going to be the loudest one on, <laughs> on this podcast. We skipped going to the recording studio. It's too far away. I can't it do it. It is. So for everybody, everybody that wants to know what David is talking about... We found a recording studio to do the podcast in, um, but it's it's a wonderful studio. The people are amazing. It's, it's I love great. Them. Like I love they record us while we're doing it, like uh, video recordings. But it takes probably what forty five minutes to an hour to, to get an there. hour to get there. It costs by us train. eighty dollars to get there and if back. If we took a car, that's which is exactly how much it costs to do the recording. <laughs> so it's like it just seems ridiculous. <laughs> So I'm on the hunt for a new recording studio because we really enjoy, uh, I really enjoy the process. It makes it easier. Oh my God, it's so more fun. Um, but I love that we have this option too, to, you know, use our, our own equipment and, and to create our own podcast as well. Like how we started back in the day. Listen, people love a good throwback. A good, a good podcast throwback. They're like, they do it in their apartment on the ground. <laughs> Unedited. Unedited. That's been my favorite part about our new season of this podcast is that just being completely raw and unedited. Mm -hmm. So good. Um, Should we tell them about all of our tour stops that are coming up? I'm so excited. I was going to dive into that. So we are going on our second tour. Such a weird thing. I know. I keep I keep saying like, oh, we went on tour last year, and I'm like, wait, no. Our first tour was January to March of 2018. Here we are, October 2018, going into our second tour. But this one's going to... I kind of consider it a 2019 tour because all of the big stops are in 2019. We only have three in 2018. Yeah. So it's kind of just like a... Like... It's just, a layover. We're, we're dipping our toe into tour, and then we're going to have the holidays, and then we're going to go crazy. So basically all that's happening is that our tour is probably going to become a, a year-long A year long We're just process. never going to stop traveling. Yeah. We'll just call it a tour forever. Yeah. But tour <laughs> sounds more rock star-like. And it really is a tour. We are traveling around the U.S. and Canada, <laughs> and we get to see all of our fans, which is what rock stars do. So essentially, so we are rock stars, but... Um, we are excited to bring our new show on the road, Risky Business, and I'm starting to realize that I think we're scaring people. I think so too. Was it us in our underwear <laughs> for the Probably. for the press shoot, or was was it the name? But either way, <laughs> either way, I'm so excited. I think it was so both. the first tour was called the Destroy Bad Business Tour, which Everyone everybody's loved. like, I want to destroy bad business. And then this tour, still great results. We're still like, everything's going well. But I think people are asking a lot more questions versus the first tour. Everybody was like, I'm in. People are scared of what we're going to say. I think so. I think we might have That's why people like us. It's also why people are afraid of us. (laughs) 
the funny thing is, it's not like we're holding people hostage in our class and, no. you know, with their hands no. behind their back and we're like, we're you just, will raise your prices. <laughs> you no, will make more money. We're really just, I think the whole concept of Destroy the Hairdresser is to get people thinking and talking and it's not about agreeing with us. We don't really care Mm-mm. about that. In fact, we love when someone disagrees because I think... It challenges us. It challenges us. It challenges them and... We're just thinking outside the box, and I do love, however, when a salon owner and their staff just gets it. Yeah, it's a one. That it's is a, a great, wonderful, wonderful feeling. Wonderful feeling <laughs> when you're like, I'm going to tell you some crazy things that are going to probably terrify you and upset you, and then they you tell them, and they're like, Let's do it. But if you do it, your whole business will transform. Yeah, and so and I think and I wanted to. Um, before we go over the tour steps, I wanted to kind of read over this outline that you and I have been working on uh-huh. to kind of just explain to them what risky business means, because I think there just needs to be more clarity. Exactly. So when we say risks, and we talked about this on one of our lives, uh, our Instagram lives, everybody thinks that we're like making you like quit your job and like, you know, which could be depending on the student, that could be it, but or like jump off a bridge or, you know, skydive or things like that. And, um, I think the bottom line is a risk is anything that makes you feel uncomfortable and overcoming it. And I had this conversation with one of my students the other day and it was really cool because I asked her what made her uncomfortable. And she's like, I have this one client who, uh, is always confrontational and it makes me, it makes me really uneasy. And so we kind of weighed the pros and cons of what having a conversation would be and what risk she would be taking. And she's like, well, I don't see, she's like, well, having a conversation with them, you know, what's the risk? And I'm like, well, it could go two ways. You could lose the client or they could fight back. So there's a risk by being proactive. Right. Um, But she did have the conversation with the client. And of course, regardless of the outcome, it was all about her and growing and being able to have that confidence to stand up for herself. So risk it was a beautiful thing. Risk to us is really anything that goes against your reactive nature. And that's a, that's a new concept for people. And so that's why we created the class because risk taking is probably the most, it's really the only way to experience life to its fullest. Right. I mean, that's why everything that everyone that writes a book about life and, fulfillment and all those things. It's about risk taking. Mm-hmm. Like no one ever ha- built millions of dollars and said, I did everything exactly you know that comfort how they zone? told me to do it. Don't leave it. That's what, yeah. <laughs> no one ever wrote a book that yeah. said, stay in your comfort zone <laughs> and you'll make millions. <laughs> but I also think the main thing that people are going to learn in, just, in risky business is how to become, uh, how to create an experience and a career that is not comparable. And there's, with, the, with other businesses and careers and that there's no competition. So mm-hmm. we're, we're helping people become so different in their career that there's actually their neighbor or the people in their community, they're not competition anymore because they're so unique. So we're going to teach you what risk is. Um, we're going to teach you why risk is important and how risk-taking actually works. We're going to break that down for you. We're going to teach you the two main types of risks to take in business and how one of them is the best risk to take. Um, We're going to teach you how to create that type of risk. We're going to zero in on your uniqueness as a salon owner, as a business owner, as a stylist behind the chair. Um, And we're going to really teach you about a few concepts um, on how to grow and expand your ability to achieve success. Now, I know that these are like, maybe it sounds a little bit like vague on 
mm-hmm. all this, but like we can't give it all away. I mean, away. I can't give you all the magic. <laughs> and then for the leaders in the group, when we break out, we ha- we're going to have um, two hours. Is it two hours? Hour and a half. Hour and a half in the morning. Yes. Hour and a half in the morning with salon leaders and with those behind the chair. And then we're going to have our breakout sessions with um, leadership. And then I'll go with leadership. And mm-hmm. Sid, you will be with all of I'm the... I'm going to take all the hair babes, all, all the, the hair, hair babes, stylists. All those BTCs. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you're with me in the leadership, you're going to learn... Um, you are going to be learning about how to um, have risky conversations. You're going to learn how to apply risk by pushing um, pushing things away. That's kind of a, also a weird concept. Um, you're going to be building trust through risk-taking. You're going to learn um, a new concept about the front desk that I'm not willing to share on here. <laughs> you're going to be giving your staff more control or learning why control... Uh, giving your staff more control will give you less stress and more control over your business. You will get you will gain help learning how to set up unlimited growth for your staff, um, and you will also understand the risk of coaching. And then for SIDS people, what are you going to be teaching them? Uh, I'm going to be teaching them how to take personal responsibility for their business mm-hmm. because even though you are behind the chair, you might work for someone else. You are still a business within a business. So mm-hmm. how to own that, take personal responsibility, um, how to charge what you're worth, how taking a risk with money um, and raising your prices is going to benefit you in your career, how to raise your prices, um, employing your social media, how to use your social media to your benefit. And learning basically just how to use money properly through savings and investing, which a lot of hairstylists don't know how to do. Um, they so, don't. It's so easy. Yeah, nowadays. it's so easy, and they don't really know how to work work their future into their current career. So we're yeah. going to talk a lot about that. I'm My super, favorite is the social media. Yeah, because there's too. a whole bunch of new information. It's going to be so dope. I cannot wait. Um, but we are stopping all over. We will be starting the tour in DC on October fifteenth. Then we will be in San Francisco on November 5th. Then we will be um, in, where are we going? We're going to come back to New York on November 11th. And then we kick off in January. We'll be in Milwaukee. We'll be in New Orleans. We will be in Colorado, Colorado, Denver. We will be in um, Columbus, Ohio. Mm -hmm. And then we have a couple more in the works. So we'll be announcing those. Kansas City. Really? Yeah, I've never been to Kansas City. I'm very excited. That's... I, I'm excited, too. I think it's... We've seen such cool places that we would have never gone if this tour hadn't happened. Yeah. And I fell in love with some some of the cities, so... Yeah. I Indianapolis was, like, one of my faves. Indianapolis was fun. Yeah, we had so much fun there. Everything... Everything's... We love meeting all these, all these new people. We love meeting you as our fans. Um, and it really... It just kind of builds that relationship and trust, and I think... I'm just, I'm excited to share what we know. I think that's, that's the best part about our business is I'm yeah. like, I, we get, Sid and I, we have our own coaches and we read books and we study and all, all the things that we do are to make these classes more interesting, right? Because to be completely honest, there's a lot of classes out there, but like to make yeah. it fun and interesting and unique, it takes a lot of yeah magic. And, <laughs> and not, not just that. It's like, usually people go to technical classes where yeah. they know that they pretty much know the outline of how a technical class is going to go. Yeah. They're going to learn things. There's going to be takeaways, but I feel like in technical classes, you always 
you always know a little bit more than you think, you know? Yeah. And and it's a nice reminder. Yeah, right? and it's they're nice, great. But I think a they're lot important. of... They're important. They're so important. I think a lot of people are kind of uh, standoffish about taking a business class because it just sounds so boring. Like And a, and a little bit intimidating yeah, and overwhelming. Like, you know, and we just like to do it a different way. We... We used to have to go, um, when we worked for corporate, we used to have to go to those summits, those business summits. I swear to God, I've never wanted to just punch my face in the, <laughs> punch, punch myself in the, <laughs> punch myself in the face harder because they are just so like, there were, there's always some speakers where you're like, I love that. I yes. get that. I connect with that, but it's hard to find to, like a but good But then they throw class. you in a group of five and all, you'd be all budgeting together, like yeah. practicing that. I just don't want to do that. It just wasn't no. for me. So We promised not to talk about numbers Mm-mm. ever. So we it's wanted, our biggest promise to you. We wanted <laughs> to make it uh, more entertaining and special. And it, those of you that listen to the podcast know that we like to laugh and joke and have fun. And our classes are like that too. We, we get down to the nitty gritty and the point, but we really just like to have a good time and laugh with you guys and get to know you. So... Um, Absolutely. I'm excited. Tour is coming. Grab your tickets. You can find them online at destroythehairdresser.com. Or if you just go to our Instagram, you can click the link in our bio and uh, get the tickets. Um, they're going fast like they did last year. So, And if you're interested in becoming, let's say we're not coming to your town, if you don't hear your city on the list, you can always reach out and become a host salon. So you would actually host Sid and myself. Um, open your doors to the community if you'd like, um, and we would come and teach risky business in your salon um, for your community. So if you're interested in that, um, again, everything's destroythehairdresser.com. And if you want to go directly to the link, it's destroythehairdresser.com slash tour. And there you'll have, you'll be able to purchase your tickets for each city. You'll be able to request um, becoming a host salon. And you'll also be able to download um, a, a little curriculum breakdown of what you're going to be learning. So we have it all there for you. Please visit. Please tell everyone um, that you know to come and see us. And we're excited to meet all of you. We, um, really exciting things are happening coming in this new year. We just got a little preview of what our merchandise is going to look like. We have merch coming. So we are so excited to like show you guys all the new shirts and totes. And all the notebooks and all the fun things. I know. And I think most of them um, are going to be on sale online. So you'll see that show up on our story. But I'm pretty sure we're going to have them physically for sale for Bayou St. Blonde. I hope so. So that'll be really cool. We're up in our game, y'all. Love it. Uh, So let's tell them about our new little adventure. Because I think people have been asking... What is this? Why did we create this new account? Are you guys changing it up? Like, yeah. So, if you follow us on Instagram, you've probably seen that we've been posting stuff from another account called Overheard in Salons. And the thing is, we honestly just wanted to have a fun meme account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is no, there, it, we hear so many well, stories we of got, coaches. We got the idea from Overheard in New York, Overheard in LA. Yeah. And those are hilarious. They're, we follow they, those. We they laugh make me at those laugh every time. time. So I thought, you know, Sid and I, like she said, we have so many stories together. Let's just, let's just um, share them with uh, kind of like a breakdown of like different memes and different funny things. Yeah. And so we're using the same format as other um, overheard 
uh, accounts. Yeah. It's, it's just simple and it's funny. It's growing so quickly. It's growing I'm so, so excited. Quickly. And we, the best part of it is that we talk so much through Destroy the Hairdresser with people. Yeah. All the time. We're constantly getting DMs. We're always talking. We always respond to you guys. But through Overheard, it's like now we're just laughing and joking with you guys. So it's become it's become such a cool little thing. And yeah. hearing all the stories. But we kind of wanted to... We just needed a funny outlet. I think Destroy the Hairdresser, it's not serious. Like It's not 100% serious. But it's about business. It's a little more... Yeah. I think it's, I guess, a little more serious. Maybe yeah. it doesn't have to be. Yeah. We don't know. We're growing and changing. <laughs> it be whatever the hell we want it to be. It's but, our company. <laughs> but it's nice to have like a little outlet that is connected to our company. So we would love to hear your overheard stories. We get DMs. I think we get like five to ten DMs a day. Yeah. Of just people telling what they heard or We launched it. We were getting like a hundred followers a day. Like that's yeah. insane to me. It was like, out of control. It just keeps growing faster than... we. I mean, we built our whole company on Instagram and... Mm-hmm. Until we kind of got the rhythm, we didn't really start growing on Instagram until about a year and a half, two years ago, like right. to hitting the really good numbers. And um, this one's just like effortless. Like we just <laughs> post something stupid and it's just like, we love it. So it's really cool. So if you're not following, make sure that you start following at Overheard in Salons. Please submit all your funny stories. We will tag you, we will mention your location. Unless you want to keep it anonymous, you can keep it anonymous as well. But it's just a funny way to connect with hairstylists and salonos all around the world that have had these crazy, funny stories. And even if it's not an overheard story, maybe it's just a funny story that happened, we love posting those in our stories as well. So um, send us what you got. We'll be waiting. Do you have a funny story that you would like to share? Do I have a funny story? I do have an overheard situation. When I worked in St. Petersburg... Florida. I worked for the Aveda Institute and there was a client there. Uh, her name was Rose. And Rose was one of those people that we've all met. She had jet black hair. Oh, Rose. She had jet black hair, but she was 100% gray underneath. And I remember si- sitting with her and we were talking about, you know, what her, ish- her frustrations have been and what she's looking to have done. And really, she was like a level... One of those conversations where you're like, this is a level one and done. Like, I don't need... We don't really need to be having a conversation. A one and done. So I asked her what her frustration was, and she says, it just seems like I am here every three weeks because the color keeps falling out of my roots. (laughs) And in my head, I'm like, okay, color can't fall out of your... I go, Rose... Sometimes when I'm angry at someone, I don't tell them they're stupid. I just want to... I want them to understand that they're stupid. Like, I want them to kind of, like, figure it out. And I'm like, don't you think if it was falling out that all of your hair would be gray at this point? <laughs> and she's like, no, no, because it's just at the roots. Just the roots hair color is falling yeah. out. Oh, my gosh. It is just... It was it too was, natural. There was, And there was... Listen, if there's any... If there's new stylists out there that have gone... Like, I remember being a new stylist, and I would try to do everything I could to please anyone yeah. and everyone that I could to keep clients and make money. I just was a pleaser. When you hear a crazy person tell you something crazy or ask something crazy, it is okay to, to say, I don't want to work with you. <laughs> you will save yourself. People forget to like have self-worth. And, yeah. And <laughs> let's say you're not a new stylist, but you're just someone who does this. If someone is crazy, if someone says something like that, anything you say, there's no way to solve the problem because they're insane. Yeah. Right? 
It's like arguing with a drunk person. Just stop. <laughs> or a toddler. Yeah, just don't. <laughs> just, just don't. Let that person go on their merry way and tell them that you're not able to help them. It's just... I spent so much time trying to please people like that. There was one person that sent us a story on Overheard. And I have heard this myself where someone, they always go, can you cut it so that when I look down, the hair doesn't fall on my face? <laughs> yes. That has happened. So I I've have, heard that before. Why asked, is that a thing? Does nobody know how gravity works? Cut your freaking hair off. Shave your head. That's what we're going to do for you today. Like, that blows my mind. No, it's such a bizarre, like, and people think, like that, it's possible. Yeah, and I want to ask that person because again, I want to. I want them to realize that they're stupid. I don't want to just tell them they're stupid. Like, have you ever had that haircut? Yeah. Has anyone ever been able to give you what you've been asking yeah. for? And the answer is no, because that is impossible. But I remember being younger in my career and being like, I have to figure this out. And so I would jack the hair up because because I thought if I just cut all this off, all the front, just cut, <laughs> just cut the whole front of it, then it wouldn't fall on her face. <laughs> I was right. Party in the back, mental institution oh in the front. <laughs> so if anyone out there has experienced that, you know, you're not alone, but you're allowed to tell crazy people they need to go somewhere else. My mom was a hairdresser um, her whole life and probably, or my whole life pretty much, and um, she no longer does it. She's like got a couple of like ride or dies that will never leave her. They like go to her house and mm-hmm. she like cuts Because she figured hairs. out how to cut it. Without falling in their face. Yes, she's figured out the magic. They, I remember one time one of her clients came to me because my mom was sick or something had happened. And she's like, all right, this is good. But until your mom tells me no, I'm not coming to you. Like, like I did a good job. That's hilarious. Like, she, she's like, okay, you have potential. Like, that's how she yeah. talked to me. You have potential to be your mother. But she, like, wouldn't. She wasn't ready until my mom said no. But my mom told me a story the other day because, of course, she stalks us and she follows our account. And she's like, tell, tell David this story so he can put it on there. And I was like, we'll just talk about it, Mom. But she said that this lady came in and showed a picture of Farrah Fawcett. And my mom's staring at her, and she's looking at the picture. And she's just going on and on about this Farrah Fawcett hairdo and how she wants the flips to go here, around her eyes and around her nose and around like, her lips. And she wants it to stop at her chin and all of these things. And then oh my, my mom's God. like... My mom's, like, looking at her, and she's like, you know you have a pixie, right? <laughs> like, you're, look at Farrah's hair, and your hair is two inches off your head. She goes, yeah, I want this haircut, but this short. Like, she really thought that she could oh have my the God. flips. Like, I don't even, and that I even brings imagine. me back to my point. If someone is insane, <laughs> you are allowed to say, this isn't going to work. This is not going to work. It's just like a relationship. If I, you realize the other person is has completely lost their mind, you need to run as fast as possible. My, Do you have one? My favorite, I can't think of one right off the bat, of course. Uh, you know, like, I've been trying to think about it all day. She I'm gets like, pee shy. What is my, <laughs> I, I, I've told some of the stories online, but my favorite experiences, I think, worth crazy people were when I was an educator for Vita. Yeah, so I'm all. And some of the things, I think the, what made me such a good educator is that I would watch students do some jacked up crap (laughs) and I would have to go over and pretend like nothing was wrong and try to (laughs) 
salvage what you could. Whip out my Harry Potter wand and do some <laughs> voodoo to do what I could. Like, I, you know, I mean, everybody that's an educator has seen it when they're teaching people that have never done hair before and bless their little hearts because honestly, they didn't know any better. It was me against 30 people. So if I, I felt like I was, <laughs> when I was teaching that many people at the same time and also dealing with guests, I felt like a mom that has 30 toddlers and it's like you look away for two seconds and like something's on fire. I realized that that job taught me that I can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing's amazing. I mean, I would literally tell a student, okay, you're going to do these sections. You're going to work these volumes, 10, 20, you know, up to the top, blah, blah. I would go check on another student and then come back and they'd be done with their foils and they'd all be like blown up like popcorn <laughs> because they've either been sitting there for like nine years or they, the student used a higher developer because she didn't want to do what I said. So I I remember those instances where I'd be like, you need to take them out now. I have like three of us working and I'm trying not to look panicked. I'm trying to make them feel like this is part of the process. <laughs> the, hair, the hair is just coming, it's off just with coming the out with it. I'm like, have you ever done that thing? Okay. I know. I can't, I hope everybody laughs at this in their car. <laughs> have you ever done that thing where you have, it's happened. We've all over-processed someone's hair. Yeah. Okay. Like I can if anybody that times. says they didn't, I'm like, you are a fucking liar. I don't believe anything you said. <laughs> like, even if it's slightly... But we've all done I, lost, I lose respect for you. Yeah, I'm like, it. there's no way. Because you have to at least do it once to never do it again. Yeah. You know? You have to fuck it up real bad to never do it again. And we've all done that thing where you know it's over-processed and you're praying to the hair gods that the hair just sticks together long enough mm-hmm. to get through the bl- brushing and blow drying. Yep. And then, until they get home. Until and then it fell out out of <laughs> it's out of your control. <laughs> but my favorite thing that we do is we're combing or we're brushing, and we can just see the brush or the comb just filling up with that blonde hair. Like, and we try to do that thing where we're talking to them and we're trying not to like look concerned because we don't know how much hair is going to be left at the end. And we do that thing like where we pull the hair off the brush mm-hmm. behind yeah. them and like toss it on the ground yep. or like. Yeah. Kick it on their... Sh- you step on it. And you talk louder a little bit to, like, yeah. distract them. The... Yeah. Of pulling the hair out of the brush. Oh, it's not good. Stick it in your apron. I don't care where it goes. It's like, throw good. up the ball. But we've all done it. Oh, my gosh. I remember when I was younger, I was so nervous. So, like, I was the kind of... Like, I would learn through mistakes, but I... I was the kind of learn that, like, I, when I would get nervous, I would just do everything how exactly how I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. So, like, I remember I was doing, like, a test on a mannequin... And I, like, started, like, putting a cape around the mannequin. Like, I put a cape <laughs> on it. And I, like, put, like, I, like, did, ev- like, Which every... Which looks very creepy. Yeah, I did, that. like, all these things. And I remember my instructor was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, sorry. Like, I was so nervous that I was just doing everything exactly like you would with a human, but on a mannequin. So, I guess I knew what I was doing. That was good. But it was just, I looked so, I was so nervous. And it's kind of like when you're nervous and you're like, um... You know, they're like, okay, blow this out. And, like, when you say blow it out, you mean, like, get a round brush and, like, give it... Like, I just remember just, like, with a paddle brush, just, like, blowing it out. Like, because you just take it so literally because you're freaked out. You're like, yeah. I'm blowing it out. Like, you're just, <laughs> I'm blowing it out. Oh, my gosh. I don't miss that anxiety. No. And you want to know when my anxiety went away? When I decided not to do color anymore? All of a sudden, See, it was, like, a new lease on life. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have to do what I want to do. You're like, I hate coloring hair. Why am I doing it Yeah, but you do it See, when you I you're... like doing both. I just, I like, I want to explain color only. I, if I could do it. only color. I don't want to spend three times with uh, anyone. Yeah. 
let alone someone, I guess the thing is, it's like, it's not that I don't, like, you hate color. I don't mind cutting. I like, love, I don't, when, when a color is done beautifully, it, I am like, yeah. I'm turned on by it. Like, yeah. I think it's so cool, right? But, like, no, give me some shears, give me a blow dryer, give me a, like, and I'll be, I'll be good. Yeah. But my anxiety, my point was, in my career, I stopped doing color, like, a few years ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it really revamped, like, it rekindled that, like, oh, my God, I love cutting. I love it. Yeah. Because I think when you start doing more, because color is more popular, and it's yeah. also more money, and so as someone who doesn't like it, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to keep doing this, mm-hmm. right? But when you start doing what you want to do and stop doing what you don't want to do, which is a very simple concept. Super easy. Uh, you. It's also a risk it's that a, we'll yeah, be teaching it's a, it was in a huge class. risk. I was terrified. And now that I don't do it, now when someone calls and says, can you do my color? I'm like, nope, but I know someone that can. Yeah, me too. I'm like, I'm not going to be cutting your hair today, but David will be. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing. And I, no one said anything. No. No I one love... Like, I think why I, st- I stopped wanting to... I didn't want to cut hair anymore is because... I. You don't like blow drying hair, first I of all. I don't like blow drying yeah. hair, but I like styling, which is really yeah. weird. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know. I don't love blowouts. It's just, it's not because I can't do I them. Love it. I, I love just, finishing hair. I, yeah, I just don't like to. But then I love doing it like when I'm. I love when you finish my colors. <laughs> yeah, I believe that you do. I'm like that. she's washed. Let me just see a piece dry. <laughs> Beautiful, have fun, and then I'm like, move, I'm going to take pictures of all this. And it's a beautiful thing. I love it. So, yes, please send us your funny stories. We need them for our own lives. If anyone can hear me, my stomach is growling, if anyone can hear me. I could not hear it, so I doubt they could. Okay, well, (laughs) I'm starving. But um, send us your stories. We want to laugh. We need some funny stuff happening in our lives. And we are more than happy to share it with all of you. You. I know that's the best part. I hope there. I hope everybody starts to follow each other by seeing what other people post. Just because the whole another reason why we created Destroy the Hairdresser was just to create a community of of like minded hairstylists that want to grow and change and excel and elevate in their careers. Yes. Um, but also be friends and help elevate and support each other. And so I hope that through our fun meme account that we created, that we can kind of do that as well and have to create a community, people. Yeah, talk to each other, laugh with each other, be friends. I think the word, I think the one thing that our company is doing, well, our company is doing multiple things, but I think one of the things that our company is doing is really removing that idea that we're all competing, um, and not only just bringing artistry back, but like conversation back to hairdressers, where we're having conversations about hair and business and new ideas. I can't tell you how many salon owners call me like, I don't want to own a salon. I want to own a business. Yeah. Where we do hair, but I don't want to own a salon. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. Because now we can start talking about those things, right? So, anyways, we love all of you. Please get your tickets for Risky Business. Um, if you don't see us uh, coming to your city, make sure that you request that you can host us at your salon. We'd love to come see you and meet you and hang out with you, your team, and your community. And if you're not following at Overheard in Salons, you should start doing so now. Absolutely. And share with us your funny stories. I can't wait. I'm glad we caught up. This has been fun. (laughs) Good talk. (laughs) Coffee talk. talk. (laughs) Good talk, sir. We will see you guys in two weeks. Well, we'll see you guys in D.C. if you're coming to see us on Monday. Right? Yeah, this... This coming Monday. Wow. That snuck up on me, I feel like. So if if you want to come see us in D.C. at Parlor Salon, get your tickets ASAP. There are still a few spaces left. And we will see everyone very soon. Love it. 
make sure to reach out to us on Instagram at Destroy the Hairdresser. And for more information on all of our DTH programs, you can visit us at destroythehairdresser.com.